All right, here's a weird little moment in time, man. So I'm walking home from this late night grocery store that's a little ways from my house, but it's only one open at night. It's starting to rain and thunder and lightning is starting. So that's fucking creepy. And the reason I'm traveling to this fucking weird grocery store in the middle of the night is I got terrible food poisoning this week. If you go listen to my Calling Home podcast, the, it's at keithcourage.com. It's the one where I talk to my mom every week. The episode called Food Poisoning. I talk all about it. Unbelievably terrible. Worse than uh, just the worst food poisoning I've ever had. Just from a, a wrap. Just from a dumb sandwich I bought at 7-Eleven. And, uh, yeah, it's been the whole week. It's Thursday, really late Thursday now. This happened Sunday night. And I just can't shake it off, dude. Like, it's, I never, I didn't realize the, I mean, the first day or two was really bad. I didn't realize the back end was going to be this bad, but, uh, I guess, like, all the bacteria in my stomach has been destroyed or whatever, so. So I can't, um like digest food and uh yeah everything i put in my stomach just goes real bad and uh no energy it's crazy i slept for like I, I mean like the whole day today like 16 hours or something every time i tried to get up i just stumble around for a little bit whoa big lightning flash uh just stumble around for a bit and then just have to go back to bed it was nuts and i haven't just like had the strength to make it to a grocery store and I haven't been able to be awake in the day when the closer stores are open. It's been fucked up, dude. <laughs> this is fucked up. So I got my little wheelie bag now and it's filled with very basic, easy to eat foods and chicken noodle soup and probiotic yogurts and things. So anyway, I mean, I am feeling a lot better, but it's still, the recuperation process is a lot tougher than I expected. It's just going across the bridge there. That's my wheelie bag. Oh, fuck. Anyway, the good news is that it is springtime and all the snow is gone, hence the raining and the storming. It's actually really nice out tonight. Hope I don't get hit by lightning. I hope if I do get hit by lightning, this recording survives so you can hear my final moments. <laughs> That'd be creepy. So, uh,. Now that spring has hit, I really am feeling differently about everything, really. It has been a very miserable, very bad, but ultimately hopefully helpful and kind of a hopefully transformative sort of winter. Just a bad time, you know? Like, I wish it were easier to change as a person. I wish it didn't require so much pressure for things to be different, but I think it does. At least for me, it kind of does. So yeah, a real bad winter, but it's over now. And uh, a lot of these new podcasts I've started, it's because it, it's been winter. And I just didn't know what to do, man. There's no sun. I'm all by myself. Things are really sucking. So this seven days podcast in particular was really good for helping fill that kind of gap where I had to put out an episode every week. Some of them were pretty lame. Some of them were pretty cool. But it was just like, I have to do it. I have to keep myself busy. It's something to do. But now that spring is here, it feels like a detriment. Like now I have other things I should be doing. I am feeling better in general. I think it's time to try to go out more and do stuff while the weather's good. 
to sit inside and edit a podcast that almost no one listens to anyway. Like, what's the point of that? So, I uh, am putting the weekly schedule aside. I might still put out episodes here and again if I feel like it, because I still do have a bunch of random audio of different stuff. But if they come out, they'll just come out whatever. There's not going to be any kind of schedule. Totally random. There may be more stuff on this feed. There may not. Well, there will be, but I mean, it'll be a while probably. Very, very sporadic. Wow, this rain's getting really hard. Let me get to this underpass. There we go. I always uh, brag about this recorder and uh, how it went through a house fire and I dropped it in a toilet and I use it in the rain and the snow and it's fallen down hills and I've dropped it and it's invincible. I like to brag, but I mean, there's a limit. You can't just pull out a piece of electronics and use it during a downpour. That's fucking ridiculous. So yeah, that's uh, just the intro to this episode is that, uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, chill things out for a while on this podcast, probably on a bunch of my podcasts, but I am going to keep doing the podcast with my mom has actually gotten a really good reception. I'm going to keep doing that one every week. So if you're interested at keithcourage.com, it's called Calling Home. And yeah, like I said, I have different audio for this podcast sitting around. I have a whole episode I didn't put out. It was January 1st. And for my New Year's resolution, I gave up porn for the week. And I think that kind of added clarity I got from not watching porn for a week combined with the crushing depression of this sucky winter in my life and just the the actual winter the fact that there's no sun and it's just been a nightmare like it really fucks with your head it's terrible i think this was the third worst winter or time of my life the first worst was when i was in seventh grade The second worst was in Vancouver in 2006 when I broke up with my first girlfriend. And the third worst was this, of just these like, like so bad and so depressing that you just forget that things ever could be good or whatever. And that's what happened with my giving up porn for the week. It just devolved into just like so, so, so sad and so depressing and so weird. And I just don't, I don't know. I'm going to put it out eventually. I just don't feel... I don't know, I just don't feel comfortable with it right now. I need some distance. I think. Anyway, so there is future stuff to come, but that's enough of this intro ramble. This episode that I'm gonna park the show on. You hear that? It's a bird. I wonder if that bird's upset about all this rain. Um, This episode, I recorded this audio three or four weeks ago and I just every day when I woke up I just grabbed my recorder and I described the dreams that I had that night (laughs) so this is a week's worth of whatever I happened to dream that week I think it's going to be kind of interesting to hear back because I don't remember anymore and they say there's nothing worse than hearing someone talk about their dreams but uh, I don't know that's what we got (laughs) so that's what this episode is so anyone who has been listening to this show thank you very much Uh, I appreciate that anyone was there just because it gave me a reason to keep doing it. And it really was a helpful show, man. There were definitely episodes, you know, where I do feel like I broke some ground and figured out some interesting things. And uh, I don't know. I like, again, I don't have like analytics set up. I have no idea what downloads this got. I just, I have no idea. 
I got little comments here and there, so I mean, it's not no one. <laughs> so that's good enough, you know? It's like when people think about God. I think I talked about that in the last episode. It's just this thing you conceive of and you just kind of make up this idea in the sky as like a focal point to think about, to just sort of give sense to the universe in some way. It's kind of like that, like I'm just imagining listeners as an abstract concept that someone, just someone that I'm talking to. And ultimately, I guess the real value is talking to myself, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't be as easy to talk to myself without that, that idea that I'm talking to someone else. So that's like the little, little lock in the key unlocks that ability for me to just spend 20 weeks just talking to myself and trying to figure out things. And it's been very helpful and I appreciate it a lot. So, thank you very much. So now here's the episode about dreams. <laughs> I think what I'm going to do, because it really is raining pretty hard out there, I happen to have a Nintendo DS in my pocket with uh, Metroid Zero Mission in it. I think maybe I'll just chill out down here for a little bit and play Game Boy <laughs> and see, see if this rain is going to let up. Drove downtown in the rain, 9.30 on a Tuesday night. <laughs> Let's listen to that song to kick things off. Drove downtown in the rain, 9.30 on a Tuesday night. Just to check out the late night record shop Call it impulsive, call it compulsive, call it insane But when I'm surrounded I just can't stop It's a matter of instinct, it's a matter of conditioning, a matter of fact You can call me Pavlo Dog Ring a bell and I'll salivate How'd you like that? Dr. Landy, tell me you're not just a pedagogue Cause right now I'm lying in bed Just like Brian Wilson did Well I have I'm lying in bed just like Brian Wilson
castles and the sun whoa, 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 whoa. And saying fun, fun, fun I'm lying in bed Just like Brian Wilson did Welcome to Seven Days. So, uh, this podcast is about uh, dreams that I had. I just would wake up and log whatever dream that I had. I was going to do it for a whole week, but then on the fourth or fifth day, it was weird because I slept twice that day. So, I logged two dreams and then after that, my dreams just started getting so abstract, I couldn't remember them right. I'd wake up and be like, what was that even? How would I even... what the fuck? So I kind of lost the thread a little early, so it's not quite the whole seven, but... Uh, I don't know if this is interesting at all, or if it's just total, total nonsense. Like, today, I dreamed that I was some kind of event planner, or tastemaker, or wedding planning person. I don't know exactly what, but it was this woman who I can't place the accent, but she was from somewhere and she had like blue dreadlocks and she was trying to figure out who she wanted in her wedding party. And it was this weird mix. Like I would introduce her to people and she seemed very pliant 
or compliant or whatever. Like every time I'd show her something, she's like, oh yeah, that's the best. That's got to go in. But it wasn't even all actual people. It was like by the end she wanted Guybrush Threepwood to be like some kind of ring bearer or something. And Max Cavallera from Soulfly and Sepultura to be the the priest. Yeah, I don't know. So what the fuck? Anyway, so so that's what this episode is, is just about a week's worth of whatever I dreamed about. crazy today. Sleeping in has been doing me good, I think. Staying up late, sleeping in, it's super, super great. Someone's walking around upstairs, as you can hear. So this dream I just had, man, it was so weird. It was, I guess, a bit like that game Catherine, where Catherine has these parts in between levels where you, uh, you hang out at a bar with your friends, and uh, those parts are so good. The storyline parts are so good, and then the actual game is this weird puzzle game that's not fun. But I guess it was kind of like that. It was like a social simulator, this game. And it shifted a lot, but um, it started, I was at a restaurant, and uh, that part was kind of just uh, hanging out, being kind of normal-ish. But it evolved into, like, I went outside and got into this car, and it was like uh, a training part for the game, like he was teaching me what to do. And I, I kind of, I lumped together multiple training things at once. There was like the driving part that I was learning, and there was also the going out for like Friday night when everyone's drinking and having fun simulator at the same time. And so there was this, it was this like black girl with dreadlocks that was teaching me how to do the driving. And I kind of got the sense that I was also supposed to be on a date with her at the same time. Anyway, the first thing I learned was press this one button on the controller to uh, hover. And it's like we're driving along and, uh, and then the car just lifted off the ground. And you couldn't really fly up in the sky. It was still basically on the... Uh, on the road but just hovering a bit and we're driving along and learning different uh oh, here's the speed boost parts here's how you take turns and stuff but then at the same time i was building up like some kind of conversation multiplier by talking to her and like there maybe there was another girl in the back seat and just like flirting with them and pretty soon i ended up getting out of the car And I kind of left that behind and just, there were just people hanging out. It was, you know, dark and uh, there was like a bunch of people on a, a bench and there was like just people milling around or kind of like the, the people hanging out outside of a bar, smoking type, type vibe. And I hunkered down on this, this fucking 
bench next to this girl who was like laughing at something on her phone and was just like hey what's what's going on <laughs> and she showed me this thing on her phone and that she was like playing a game on her phone that was about a guy trying to stare at cleavage while girls walk by without getting caught and I was just like oh man I've been there or whatever <laughs> and then I moved on down the street and it just started like just flowing through all these crowds and doing all this stuff And the dream just kind of flowed on for a while, and I was just, just hanging out and just doing real good and having a lot of fun. And then it ended with me running into those same people from the car, and they weren't in the car anymore. They were on foot, and they were just like, hey, what happened to you? Where, where have you been? And I was just like, where haven't I been? <laughs> and it was super, super cool. And then I woke up. So today I'm going to help my friend Mike film a comedy thing that he's doing. I don't know, it's just nice. It'll be cool. Since that's what I'm doing today is just going to a bar to hang out and drink and see people and do stuff. It's a pretty good dream to have right before that. That's the nice thing about waking up at 3 in the afternoon is I'm heading there for 7, so this will all still kind of be in my mind, you know. It's like a little little pre preparation or whatever. That was really oh, that was a really fun dream, dude. That was fucking sweet. I liked that one. Man, this kind of harkens back too to like I remember having dreams, not like this as a kid, but dreams about video games. And then you wake up and you're like, "What was that game? Fuck! I wish I could play that game." <laughs> Even without the really nebulous dating simulator parts, hanging out and partying simulator parts, it's even just the part where I was driving and the car took off, zoom, and lifted off, and I was like, fuck, man, just that game, I'd play that game, that was cool. That's what would happen if I ever won the lottery, that's how I would waste all my money, is uh, I would... Uh, like put a bunch of money into game development of a game that I had a dream about. <laughs> what a terrible idea. <sighs> All right, I better fucking get up and get ready. Okay, day two, it's 2 a.m., I mean 2 p.m. So I went to my friend Mike's comedy show yesterday, helped him film it, and I met up with some people I hadn't seen in a while, had some newish friends that came as well, and it was nice, everybody got along real good, and me and my friend Katie were both talking about how we've had different people in our lives that we're not uh, on the best terms with anymore, but the plus side to it is it led us to meet new different people and it's nice to see that somebody else is going down a little journey similar to mine and that these people that we know now like they all seem to be getting along they all seem to be meeting and uh 
working out. It's nice. So I had some drinks there and uh, was out till about two in the morning and then decided to walk home, even though that's like an hour and a half walk or something, because uh, I just wasn't tired because I slept in so long. So I had a coffee, you know, 2.30 in the morning to get me walking home. And then when I got home, I was just, yeah, I still wasn't really feeling tired. So I went on like a, a staying up bender. I didn't go to bed till like 8 in the morning. And I woke up a couple times, like it wasn't a, a straight through sleep either. So, uh, so even though it's 2 in the afternoon now, that's only 6 hours with like 3 wake-ups in the middle. It's just weird. I don't feel, I'm starting to feel a little more awake now that I'm talking and stuff. But I mean, that wasn't like fully asleep. If I had anything to do tonight, I would try to go back to sleep, but I don't. So I'm going to get up now and see what see how it goes, <laughs> see if I can do some stuff. So uh, my dream memories are really weird and vague. <sighs> there was one about wrestling that was like we had this big wrestling mat set up, but it was on top of a, there's like a big inflatable blue thing that was kind of like a bouncy castle. And we were going to do wrestling on that. And there was like an old guy, maybe a homeless guy that was showing up. And for some reason, we knew he was going to do something crazy. And we really wanted to get it on tape. And then he showed up and he just peed all over the, the, the thing, the wrestling ring thing. So we were all just like, what? Oh, shit. I don't even know who the we is. I don't know who else was there. But just like, what was that? What is... What? That wasn't what we wanted. And then later, a different dream, I remember. I remember well, I went through this thing that was like a combination of like an adventure game and some kind of like Matlocky, MacGyver or something TV show. I guess Matlock and MacGyver aren't really similar, but went through this big adventure. And then in a subsequent dream, I was going through it again and I remembered it from last time. And there was a part where we had to fix bullet wounds with like we got some gauze and some string and sewing stuff <sighs> and I think I was thinking of uh, Better Call Saul episode 6 where Mike has to fix his bullet wound but this second time we were getting all the stuff we were in a pharmacy buying gauze and buying needles and sewing kits because, again, I don't know who the we is, me and somebody, because we went through this before and we knew we were going to need this stuff to fix our bullet wounds. And then I remember going through this stuff as it was being paid for. And I remember suddenly realizing, like, wait a second, if we know this is all going to happen, we just need to not get shot this time. Like, maybe we should, I guess we should buy this stuff anyway, but really what we want to do here is not get shot. And that's really all I remember. So there's my... Don't be weird dreams for day two. Dave.
three. It's about one thirty in the afternoon. I went to bed at about four, so that's pretty good. And again, my dreams were kind of like recursive. And I was hanging out with just some group that I didn't necessarily recognize. There was one guy that I go to wrestling stuff with, this guy Brody, he was there. I don't know who else. But this time it was recursive in a literally time travely way. I think we were definitely deliberately time traveling to try to fix stuff. There's something about like a restaurant, having like a restaurant opening or something, and it's like, all right, let's do this right this time. Or like, even if I didn't remember what supposedly happened before. What is that noise? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, in the dream I could like supposedly know I'd done this before. And uh, there's another thing where it was like some kind of convention. <laughs> so there's this thing where it was like we were trying to escort Princess Leia and Princess Amidala through some kind of situation with guards and stuff and it uh, they ended up having to like get naked and bang dudes and stuff to to distract people so we were going through that a second time and I made the joke of like they should call this Star Wars movie like Leia and Amidala in an extremely unrealistic series of events and I was like alright so I know I know this is about to happen so I'm gonna go plant myself over here and be ready so that the first domino in this series of events I can be ready for the first guard or whatever and then it won't have to it seems weird that I'm trying to avoid a bunch of like sex scenes in our little adventure but like I already saw them all <laughs> like I still saw them all happen. It's like that part of the dream was over. Now a different part of the dream is to try to change things. And the group I was with um, were like, oh, wait, no, but we're 10 minutes early, so let's go over here and do this thing. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'll go with you guys. And then I realized, like, no, wait, wait so what if I'm 10 minutes early? I'm going to stay where I'm posted and just wait the 10 minutes, of course, because if I go with you, we're going to miss our cue again, and we won't change history or whatever and I started to realize like maybe this is a thing about time travel like maybe the universe if it's like a storyteller if it's like a D&D &D, like a dungeon master you want to try to keep the group together so you don't have to tell two stories at once you don't have to deal with two sets of details you want everyone to stay together and I was like I wonder if just the universe tries to do that when you time travel like, it tries not to let things get too unraveled and it wants everyone to stay together just to make things easier and less complicated. <clears throat> anyway, the one big brainstorm I had during this that I don't know if it's feasible, really, if this makes any sense, but somehow in this whole jumble, I started thinking of books and choose-your-own-adventure books in particular, 
And I was thinking, what if you wrote a choose-your-own-adventure book where at the end of each page you could literally choose any other page to read and just read all the pages at random for as long as you wanted to until you finally get tired of reading and then you just go to the last page and that's the end. Like you'd have to design it so at the end of each page it ends mid-sentence and the next, like in the beginning of each page picks up with a sentence construction that fits with that sentence and, a, and an idea that fits with that sentence. And I don't know how you could ever really do that. It would probably have to be a pretty bland story or just a totally nonsensical story just so that that, that setup could work, you know, that that could make sense. But wouldn't that be the ultimate choose-your-own-adventure? Just at the end of every page, just choose any page until you're done. Oh, man, I don't know. Stop walking around. I hate that. I hate listening back to podcasts and just hearing everyone walking around upstairs. doesn't matter. Whatever. You can also hear birds outside, and that's nice because that means spring is here-ish. And it's not deep freeze time anymore, so that's cool. All right, there we go. Day three dreams. PlayStation 4. It's like, uh, it's by the guy that made Dark Souls. And, uh, me and my friend Matt love Dark Souls. So we really want to play this new game, Bloodborne, and all the early reviews and stuff are really good. But we don't have PlayStation 4s, and it's a little much to spend 400 bucks just for this one game. I know other people with PlayStation 4s, but Bloodborne, I mean, it's going to be a game you really got to sit down with. You can't just go casually play at your friend's house. But uh, in my dream, uh, I think my friend Mike was there, and he put the game on easy, which Dark Souls doesn't have a difficulty selection mode, so I'm sure Bloodborne won't either. But he put it on easy, and he found it real easy. So I tried, and I put it on normal, and I found it quite easy. And we were surprised. We're like, oh, this is supposed to be so famously difficult. This game seems pretty easy. And then later, I had a different dream where uh, 
I started listening to Jenna Marbles' podcast. She's a YouTuber I used to watch, and uh, I'm still subscribed to her, but I kind of fell off. I don't really watch her videos anymore. Maybe I'm not even subscribed to her anymore. I think after I saw enough videos go by that I didn't watch, maybe I unsubscribed. But I always liked her. It's just, you know, everything runs its course, and you just kind of move on. But I found out she has a podcast she does with uh, her boyfriend, Julian. And I started listening to that, and I like it a lot. So, um, in this dream, I was hanging out with Jenna Marbles. We were talking about Busta Rhymes and how much we like Busta Rhymes. And I was telling her, like, oh, you know, his fourth album, The Anarchy, like, that's so underrated. Such a cool album. Shit like that. And, uh, and I realized at some point when I looked over that, uh, that her tit was out. I don't know, we were getting ready for bed or something. Just, you know, but just like hanging out. And I totally didn't even, it's like, oh, that's cool, whatever. Like, I really did just feel like we were just friends hanging out. Like, she could just be a dude without her shirt on, or like, it just didn't matter. And uh, I don't know, that was nice. It was a nice feeling to just be like friends with somebody and not be all weird about it. Oh, and I had another third dream, like, just now. But now that I talked about the old ones, I forgot what this new one was. It was obviously very slight, because I really, I forgot already. Oh, I remember I was hanging out somewhere with some people doing something. I can't remember what. It felt a little bit like Manhattan a little, but then we left and um, my friend Brad had to make a phone call. I guess he was like calling his dad. So I just left him to his own devices and uh, walked down the street and I saw a porn store. And I remember thinking like, oh, you know, it should be fun to go in there today. I haven't been in a porn store in forever, but I was meeting some people or something, so I couldn't, so I kept going. Okay, I don't know, that's all I remember, so. What was that, day four, I guess? Day four. Nice. other times I've been going to bed 
So I kind of knew it wasn't going to work, like I wasn't going to wake up in the morning. Hmm, although if I had woken up at like four in the morning, this could have been turning a new leaf of getting up super early. But I don't know, that's kind of bad too, like if people want to hang out in the evening. It's better for me to wake up late so I can actually hang out with them. It's kind of nice to get up early. I've done it before, like just get up at four or five in the morning and do that first stretch. I kind of like it, but uh, it's easy. It's uh, but it, it's really tough though. Then those nights that people are doing stuff, it's very hard for me to stay awake. You know, because if I do that, I got to go to bed at like fucking eight p.m. every day. And especially now that I live by myself, that's not optional. Like I gotta hang out with people. Every fucking chance I get, I gotta hang out with people. Or it's very lonely and sucky. So yeah, I woke up at one in the morning and I was dreaming about, I think it's because the game grumps on YouTube, these two guys that uh, just play video games and comment on them. They just started playing some kind of bonk game, Super Bonk's Adventure or something. I haven't watched it yet. So I was imagining it was like a combination of Mario 64 and a Bonk game, which is a shame that there is no such thing. Like, they still make Mario games, they still make Sonic games, but Bonk was the mascot for the TurboGrafx-16, and I don't know who has the rights and who owns him, Hudson or Neck or somebody, but whoever it is, they don't make Bonk games anymore, which is too bad. I think someone should make some of those. That would be awesome. But instead of the Game Grumps, it was the Comedy Button guys who were playing. And it was Max Scoville playing, and Brian Altano was making fun of Ryan Scott for giving such bad advice. It was like, Ryan, all you ever do is say, like, oh, there's a fish. Like, you'd never give any useful criticism. It was this some kind of underwater level with, like, a squid boss that Max was trying to fight, and, uh, the camera would like go way way up and if you swam too far down you died for that section for no good reason you know just video game logic and I thought that was the only dream I could remember but then I realized that something that happened that I thought was real life was a dream I was like oh wait that other thing of course that was a dream but at the time I I'm usually pretty good at knowing I'm in a dream or like being able to do like lucid dreaming stuff I guess I haven't had that experience yet this week deliberately or distinctly but that happens quite a bit where I realize I'm in a dream and I can move it around and do what I want it's something I used to like experiment with and stuff so like I feel like I'm half aware like I I rarely really think I might, you know, like 70% think it's a real life, but somehow I just kind of know it's sort of not. But this one I totally thought was real life. I was utterly convinced because it was so mundane. And it must be because I can hear people above me. I live in this basement apartment, and I can hear people in earlier recordings, you know, I can hear people clomping around up there. So in this little sub-dream... I was in the basement apartment that I lived in in Vancouver by myself, which is the only other time I've lived by myself, which was like 10 years ago. 
but my upstairs neighbors were this couple that I've had a falling out with here in Toronto that I'm really not friends with anymore. And I didn't have any headphones in. I wasn't listening to any music or podcasts. And I realized I could hear them talking. And all they were talking about was it was they had a ton of pets, like all these extra pets that I knew somehow us not being friends anymore gave them all these pets like I was supposed to deal with them and because we had our falling out now they were stuck with all the pets and I could hear them just really boringly discussing how they were going to look after all these pets and where they would maybe eventually end up but that it wasn't so bad because they were pretty cool and it was fun to have all these pets and yeah, I just remember thinking like, well, it's kind of a bummer that they're stuck with all these pets, but you know, I guess I fucked up pretty bad and like, it's a shame I saddled them with this, but it seems like they're doing okay. And I also realized, and you know what, as long as I keep earbuds in, like I could hear them so clearly, I'm like, that's creepy. But as long as I keep earbuds in and listen to stuff, which is what I do all the time anyway, I should be fine. I probably won't hear them. And then that segued into this weird bonk dream, and that's that. So instead of trying to go back to sleep, fuck it, I'm going to get up now. Who knows what this will mean for my sleep schedule, but whatever, who cares. So there's those dreams. Through the winter I 
where 